Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, how's your Sunday going? I hope it's really, really wonderful. I just, I have so many things to get through tonight, but it's not even news. It's just random stuff that's come to my attention from a whole variety of places. So, I don't know. I <laughs> It's like, where do I even begin? It's like, ah. Um, this is a really strange one. I don't know how many of you are on the occasion having a drink of beer, you know, a bottle of beer or half, even half a bottle of beer. No matter what kind of beer people I know and me, you know, tend to drink. I don't, I don't drink that often. I really don't. But every now and again, like once or twice a month, you know, I'd like to used to like to go out and, and just have a normal beer. Sometimes a local Ecuadorian beer. Sometimes I was drinking uh, Czechoslovakian beer. There's a pub here called the Prague, the golden Prague and their beer is excellent. It's like almost like that dark German beer. Almost like a an Irish beer, but not as good. <laughs> Have to say that, you know. But I don't know. I mean, the first time I tried their beer, I mean, I got really drunk on one, which being at 8,000 feet above sea level is no easy task. But I was a little groggy the next day, but not that big of a deal. The next time I had their beer, I had a whole one, but it was a smaller one. I mean, in Ecuador, 40 ounces is the new 12, okay? I mean, when someone says, hey, let's let's grab a beer together, they're usually handing you your own 40. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> but... um. I don't know. I mean, the other day, as a surprise, my my son came home and he had one beer, a little 12 ounce. And he said, look, I found this. And it was a specialty beer. It was a really nice, amazing, like an ale. And he poured half into a glass for me and half for him. The next day, I was hungover as if I had been drinking all night long as if I've been drinking and drinking and drinking and had no water and danced and danced and danced. I woke up, I could barely move. Half a beer. That's not like me, guys. My Irish liver takes pride in how much I can hold my liquor, right? So 
I don't know what's going on there, but I can't even drink anymore. I can't drink beer. Um, my body has changed so much that it's just way too much. And my friend from Bogota wrote me and he said, I was so hungover. I thought I was going to die. I'm like, well, oh my God, how much did you drink? And he said, uh, one shot of whiskey and two beers imported from the United States, Miller beer. And I'm like, oh my God, that's weird. And he said, usually I drink, I drink a lot more and never have any, it, it, it never affects me ever. But there's something about beer that is making people super drunk and super hungover out of nowhere now. <laughs> Usually it would take one or two normal sized beers and I'd just be like, eh, I feel pretty good. I'm kind of relaxed still. You know, I'm keeping it together still, but no big deal. I mean, if I had a glass of Guinness, it'd be like two normal beers for me. But now half half a glass and I'm just almost really drunk and then the next day super hungover it makes no sense except that we're in the fifth dimension so things are stronger here maybe so that was the first thing the, the other thing was it, this is a weird ascension symptom that I didn't mention because I just felt like maybe it's only happening to me but then I heard two other people on the internet talking about this as a symptom so I thought I better mention it needles the feeling that you're being poked and prodded with needles now the first couple times this actually happened in the back of my head and I have a scar where like an actual needle was being injected into my head twice this has happened and I actually have a scar I had a, I had a scab and then it fell off and I'm like, I, I didn't see the beings who did this to me, but I felt it. I felt their presence, <laughs> you know, but then they, then they put needles in the bottom of my feet and I'm like, what the heck? And I finally asked them, what are they doing? They said, we're injecting you with liquid rainbow crystals that will help you ascend faster. I know it sounds completely insane, but this whole episode tonight is going to be kind of nuts. So bear with me. <laughs> uh, I mean, so that was something that was happening. And then I was sitting here a couple days ago with my kid. We were watching a movie or something together and we paused it to talk, which we do. I mean, in my household, a two hour movie sometimes takes five or six hours to watch because we'll get interested in something that happens on the movie like wait 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 hold up let's talk about this and we'll talk about that and then other things will come up and then we'll go have a meal then we'll come back and watch the rest of the movie it's ridiculous <laughs> when I watch a movie by myself I pretty much watch it from beginning to end but um, when I don't know Mike we've always done this we've always done this in my household with my family so <laughs> when we get together we get so excited about stuff we just want to stop the movie and talk to each other but um, but we uh, my, my son and I were talking and all of a sudden we both went ow and we and we grabbed our our eye and I was like ah in my right I think it was like my left eye that day now lately it was my right eye I'm like, oh my God. And he goes, oh my God. And I'm like, do you feel it? And he's like, yeah. What the hell is that? 
in in our left eye, we both, it felt like a, a big needle had just been shoved into our eye. We both felt it at once. And we both screamed at once and grabbed our eye. And I'm like, what the hell was that? And I felt that needles were being poked into my ears recently. And my tinnitus is now pretty much gone. I'm still working on, you know, getting my hearing completely back to a normal thing, but normal level. But I don't know. I mean, have you guys been feeling the pokes and the prods and the like the needles, actual needles? Someone was saying that it's your um, crown chakra. It's not your crown chakra. Sorry. I mean, it's not really that. I mean, you might feel little pricks and tinglies on your head if it's your crown chakra but you don't get a needle in the eye if it's your crown chakra I mean did someone break a promise remember when we were all in grade school cross my heart and hope to die stick a needle in my eye I mean hello did somebody cross over to the other side and break a damn promise and now they're literally sticking a needle in my eye? Or did I break a promise? I guess that I'm the one. They would have to have broken the promise. <sighs> I didn't break a promise to anybody. I don't know if it's aliens. I mean, extraterrestrials, off-worlders, star beings, star brothers. I don't know what's happening with the feelings of the needles. But that's a really, really weird sign a really weird ascension symptom and people all over are now reporting it. It was something that was only happening to me and I thought, well, I've been abducted my whole life, so maybe it was just that. No. My kids are abducted too, so even if it happens to them, I'm like, yeah, maybe it's just our family. We're weird. I don't know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. People are reporting it all over. I think Aja Andromeda, I think she reported it recently. I think, honestly, I think that maybe Amber White also mentioned the needles, the feeling of needles being stuck. And, you know, so it's, I don't know. This guy has had a definite, definitive silvery quality lately, the past 48 hours. Every time I look outside during the day, the clouds look not gray, but literally like metallic silver they're not shiny they're not like reflecting like a mirror would because in the olden days how they made a mirror was literally a normal piece of glass and then you paint the color silver on one side that's a mirror bizarre right I never knew that until recently like maybe a year ago I found that out I was like well that's pretty cool man I can make all my windows mirrors <laughs> Then no one will no one will see in. <laughs> They'll just see themselves. That would be pretty fun. <laughs> Have a mirrored house. But crazy, right? So the energy that has been reported around the world, like a couple about a week to two weeks ago, people were like, I'm seeing the silver downloads today. I'm seeing the golden downloads today. And I wasn't seeing that. And I'm like, what? That's so weird. But then I realized all the people saying that were in the upper half of the globe. <laughs> I mean, if there is an upper and lower half, but you know, Northern America and Northern Europe. Now, I mean, because I'm in South America, I'm in the Southern part of the globe. Today we had a definite silvery quality to the air. 
just absolutely definite. And then in the evening today, the sky was very pale purple, like a lavender, pale pink and pale baby blue. And it was absolutely beautiful. Maybe not baby blue, but more of a powdery sky blue. It was so beautiful. Puffy white clouds and everything looked normal. And then the sky is a typical fifth dimensional style sky with the wild, wild, amazing, beautiful colors. So there's that. Now, the other thing is I want to mention about colors. I had dreams just this last time, my last sleep cycle, (laughs) I was up again all night long, could not sleep worth a darn, and then slept for about two hours, maybe three, woke up going, all right, I guess I need nothing else for sleep. Weird. Uh, Again. And don't I sound strong? I sound healthy and vibrant and strong. And I only have three hours. And it's like, usually when I only have three hours, I feel like I'm running, running on that um, adrenaline, almost like that kidney meridian energy. And now I'm just like normal. I don't feel that at all. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. It's so weird. It's just so strange that this is, there was a time traveler on Apex TV, Noah from the future. He said that, his family and he, they live in another dimension. They're not in the third dimension. And when they travel back in time, it's really strange to be in a lower density vibration because he's not used to it. And he also said that in their world, in his future, they basically sleep every other day, which is nice because the nights that they're not sleeping, they have a lot more productivity time and more time with their family. So I don't know. I mean, I'm starting to wonder if he's not absolutely 100% real. Sounds reasonable. It's kind of what's going on right now. We're all moving into this new dimension. We're trying to get adjusted to it now. A lot of us are sleeping every other night. And the nights that we're not sleeping a lot, we're only sleeping two to three hours. And we wake up refreshed as if we've spent 10, 12 hours in bed. I don't know. Anyway, this past dream cycle, I was just, you know, to this afternoon, I was sleeping for a couple hours and in my dreams, I was just like talking to people and going different places, but I was in buildings, I was in restaurants, I was in just different places. And when I was in these places, I started to notice that the background of the walls in my dreams were multiple colored and they're moving softly like clouds. And I woke up and I thought, well, that's really weird. That is just like the clouds that I've been seeing, the clouds and the sky. The sky itself has been three or four colors, like a rainbow. And every day the colors are different. And sometimes they're similar, but if it's like a pink, purple, blue sky day, you're not gonna see that again for four or five days. And then in between, you'll have like an all-white sky day or three or four layers of different kinds of blue. Um, I told you guys about the tang orange clouds in a turquoise sky the other day. I mean, it's like I'm tripping on acid every freaking day of my life, and I'm not. I'm not. I mean, unless I've gone completely off the deep end and I'm going crazy, but I've got pictures, photographic evidence to back up what I've been seeing with my eyes. And I know for 
darn sure my camera's not on acid, so <laughs> it can't be that, right? And I don't know, but other people around the world are gathering up gorgeous photographs of a hot pink sky, a pale pink sky, orangey, peachy pink skies. Um, I had one day where it's just golden, golden skies, like the sky and the clouds and the background and everything was like the full card in the whole, in the Holy Tarot and a, a deck of tarot cards. Very weird. So in my dreams, the room's walls were just like that constantly changing in multiple pastel colors and the colors would be moving across the room and changing iridescently changing. It was a very weird dreams. And I woke up and I thought, wait a minute, that's what the sky all around us is starting to do. All these crazy, beautiful rainbow colors and they're iridescent sometimes, they're shiny sometimes, they're changing colors, they're rainbows sometimes. Even if they're not rainbows, it's almost like a rainbow or part of a rainbow. It's very, very strange. It's very new. And I started to realize when I woke up that, okay, it was my subconscious mind maybe creating this, but when I'm awake and I'm in higher vibrational state of mind, it's my super consciousness that could see through a plain white cloud and see the rainbow fractals within it. Not 100% of the time, but when it happens, it's like, what? I mentioned this when I talked to wise old hermit yesterday. And when I look at the sky, I'm just like, there's so many colors and it's just changing and blending. And it's like, I almost see like individual packets of color blending in. And then if I kind of turn my head fast, it's just an analog color. But if I look really close, it's digital. Like I'm inside the matrix. I know I'm inside the matrix but I'm connecting with my super consciousness, my God self, not just my higher self, but the higher self beyond the higher self. And I started to think that if it's happening in my dreams, as it's happening in my outward reality, quite possibly I'm starting to become super conscious, super conscious, not just consciously aware or awake, but I mean, enlightened, illumined, super conscious and if it's happening to me because we're all going together it's definitely going to start happening to you guys so I know that other people are probably already there and we're all kind of on this long journey and sometimes it seems like we're single file and sometimes I feel like I'm the last one in line and then sometimes I feel like maybe I'm in the middle somewhere (laughs) It doesn't matter though. We're all in line. We're all going to go the same place, you know? (laughs) So, you know, God's not going to close the the dates or the dates, the gates and say, sorry, folks, (laughs) time is up because time doesn't exist up there in the higher realms. It exists, but it's very, very, very slow. A lot of people are still reporting crazy time anomalies. Feels like 10 minutes, you look at your watch, and holy crap, four hours have passed. Wait, what? And you haven't been abducted. I haven't been abducted in weeks, by the way. Usually it's a pretty regular thing with me, and it's been a couple weeks. 
it's a couple times I feel like I'm missing time. I'm like, I ask my higher self or have a conversation with God and go, hey, was I just abducted? Because I feel like I'm missing time. And the answer is no. Time is just weird right now. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Glad I'm not being abducted. You know, I'd like them to come and just have a normal conversation with me. But they came closer to that more than ever on May 3rd. And tonight's topic is, I, I guess, the only thing I can really say is the Arcturian ships that visited me on May 3rd at 6.36 in the morning. (laughs) I mean, I don't really know what else to say about it. It's just very, very, very weird. Um, So I do believe that our conscious minds and our subconscious minds are now merging with our super conscious mind. And I think that's the next level and stage and phase of our evolution on a global scale. And speaking of which, the Ascension... Symptom scale, which as you know, it is if you took everybody's symptoms around the whole planet and you picked the highs and the lows and you looked at the medium, that the, the one right in the middle, that's the number I give you. So some people might be at 99, some people might be at 90, but if it's a greater majority towards 99, then you know the number goes up, if that makes sense. So I ask, literally I ask God every day, what is the number today? Today I got, it's 98. So we are having a lot of symptoms today. You might have felt kind of spacey or fatigued or sleepy or maybe you did sleep a lot or even if you didn't sleep, maybe you're just not feeling 100% with it. Maybe not 100% there, you know, if you're feeling a little foggy or having the weird needle things or even emotional stuff, that's a big part of it. People are still going through the dark night of the soul stuff. So tonight it is at 98. Now I'm going to tell you guys about the Schumann Resonance today at, oh wow, there's a lot, I didn't realize Woo, they have a lot of notes. This is going to be long. All right. <laughs> At 8.30 UTC time, it says, oh, and by the way, it's 5.5. Five. Right now it's 5.5. Five. How cool is that? See, we're in 20. Oh, my God, we're 5.55. Five, 5.55 five. Five, five, five today. I didn't even realize. Oh, my God. No wonder it feels like a strange and crazy special day for me. All right, 5.55, five, five, five. May 5th. All right. It appears that new significant activity is developing, which, as often happens, starts gradually with an increase in amplitude day after day. Today, the activity started quite suddenly at 5 a.m. UTC. Within 90 minutes, reached at 6.30 UTC, the peak of 53 Hz. Continued at 50 Hz for about an hour. We will see evolution in the coming hours. At 1300 UTC time, they write, the amplitude up to now has remained above 50 for four hours from 6 to 10 UTC with a maximum peak at 60 hertz at 8 UTC. From 1030 UTC, the movement slowed down to 30 hertz. Beautiful. Okay, so at 15, see they have four reports today. 
Normally they have one or two. So at 1500 UTC time, the scientists write, in the graph of the last three days that is shown today, there is clearly a sort of pattern that we have already highlighted many times before, especially in recent months. A sort of daily crescendo with an increase in activity to culminate in a day or two of very powerful movements that previously reached and exceeded 100 hertz. In these last hours, we can also note the end of the vertical lines, oh, interesting, and dashes, lines and dashes, that have been a constant in the last weeks. This can be seen even in the difference in the chart of the dependencies of quality. I have no idea what that chart means, where it's located. Sorry about that, guys. But you can look it up. Maybe you'll find it. And if you do, please send me the link at metaphysicalsoulspeak at gmail.com. And then at 1500 UTC time, they just write calm. Just the word calm. So so that was cool. So for most of the day, we were like or a huge chunk of the day anyway. We were at 53 hertz, 50 hertz, above 60 hertz. So, it looks like we were above 100 hertz at, at one point, which is pretty cool. That's, that's pretty cool. I'm glad. I'm glad about that. I feel like we're being supported by the universe somehow. I hope you guys feel that too. All right, now the next thing I want to bring up is the number 13. Uh, a lot of people have told me and come to me with why am I seeing the number 13? Why is 13 such a huge part of my life suddenly? What is up with 13? Um, my girlfriend, Rainy, she said that she felt like she's gained a part. She's like finishing her dark night of the soul. And she's that she just recently had, like we're all going through right now. And she said, I'm getting rid of the, the part of me that I call the number 13. <laughs> I'm like, that is the coolest thing ever. Because this is what the number 13 means in the angel numbers. The ascended masters, such as Jesus, Kuan Yin, and so on, are with you. Helping you maintain a positive outlook. The number 13 signifies that female ascended masters and goddesses are assisting you in staying positive. Well, that's pretty cool. A lot of people come with come to me with that. Now, the the number 13 refers also to the tarot cards, the death card. Death card does not mean physical death or literal death usually, um very rarely it could. <laughs> the first time I my boyfriend ever read a deck of tarot cards ever. I, I, I pulled the, the death card and he's like, oh boy. And he's like, well, you know, it doesn't mean that. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm not worried. Don't worry about it. He put his hand on it and he looked at me and he goes, your best friend's going to die. And I started crying and I screamed out the name Annie. And it was like this weird, dramatic, almost like a Hollywood movie moment. And I'm like, I hate these cards. I hate these cards. I never want to see them again. Oh my God. I was freaking out. And my best friend was stabbed 
repeatedly in her bed while she slept just a few days a few days later on Easter which is also a very death related you know death and rebirth related thing and crazy story but I mean I would say one time out of 10,000 times will the death card actually mean death it just so happened that the first for the very first time I came across the card in a reading, it literally meant that for me. So I guess I got rid of that for the next 10,000 times. <laughs> but I mean, how crazy that like normal that went. I mean, and that was, she was 19 when she was murdered and I was still 18. So long, long time ago, like 33 years ago, still an unsolved murder, by the way, it's very, very weird. So every year the local paper puts something out and everybody in like three towns mourn her loss still. Like we're, we just, Annie Corinta, we love her beyond. She's one of the coolest people in the whole wide world. And, you know, it's like when she, when her light went out, it was just, you know, it was a very sad decade after that. You know, now we're kind of used to it, but I don't know. Life is freaking weird. Death is weirder. But okay, but the death card doesn't usually mean that. The death card means transformation, renewal, cleansing, and liberation. Okay, so it even says here in the introduction, death does not necessarily or even usually indicate physical death. In fact, in general, it's considered irresponsible for readers to predict physical death. (laughs) Just ignoring the first time that ever happened to me. It says, as we are creatures with free will and such, we, you know, things are not written in stone. And this is true, by the way. The average person um, has an escape plan. You have between three and five escape plans during your whole life where you can be like, crap, enough is enough. I'm out. Boom. Bye. Or you can choose to come back. So that will become a near-death experience versus your actual death. And you got three or four or five. Or if you're a cat, you've got nine exit points. Nine lives in one life. (laughs) So it says this card simply indicates transformation and change. Definitely, it's a time of deep transformation, likely to be both inward and outward in your life. Situations, things, and people that you have counted on or gotten used to may no longer be available to you in quite the same way as they once were. And the transition can be difficult for some people. Wow. That's like exactly what everyone's going through lately, right? To one extent or another. So this is a good one to read. Now, in general, it says the more accepting you can be of change of all sorts during this time, the less you will try to quote unquote control And the better and more comfortable this time will be for you. Often you'll need to let go of some sort of self-limiting belief or attitude. Sometimes we just can't see how our attitudes are hurting us. And that is true. This time period can just be a wake-up call for you. The energy of this time is not just change or destruction. It's change or destruction followed by renewal. Like we are the Phoenix rising. Even though one door may have closed, another is opening. Will you have the courage to step through? I think the answer you're looking for is hell yes. 
Woo! <laughs> now there's now I'm looking at this uh, Rider Weight Tarot. It's absolutely free as an app and is one of the most excellent apps. Period. So they do have a section on work and love and finances and health and spirituality. It says cultivate a positive attitude. Know that even if you're in the midst of a dark night of the soul, that this too shall pass. Don't fight change. Allow yourself to feel what you feel, but don't wallow in pain or sorrow. If you need help pulling yourself away from any pain or loss that you're suffering, reach out. There's always a caring soul who will help you. Even if you are quite literally alone in the world, more people care about you than you can even begin to imagine. I'm here raising my hand. You can't see it, but my hand's in the air, waving it around like I just don't care. Oh, wait, no, like I do care. Yeah, I care about you guys. I love each and every one of you. Even if I don't know you and I never met you in this life so far, we all know each other on the other side in heaven. We always know each other. What We might know each other by name or reputation or by sight in heaven, or we might be absolutely the best of friends and we sit around a campfire all night in heaven, you know, because on the other side, everyone knows everyone. If you've ever met anyone and you're just like, absolutely like you're in love with this person forever and ever more period, whether it's romantic or just deep, deep friendship and you hug them so hard the minute you meet, that's your soul friend from heaven, man. Like, dude, we know everybody. We know everybody. It's pretty cool. Anyway, I wanted to tell you the name of this app is the Rider Weight Tarot. And it's R-I-D-E-R, Weight, W-A-I-T-E, and then T-A-R-O-T for tarot, of course. And so I wanted to let you guys know that. And then the other app I was reading from was Angel Numbers. And it is a pink and purple picture of a beautiful, luxurious angel. Say luxurious because lots of feathers, lots of hair, <laughs> you know, luxury. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, okay. Oh, yes, 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 yes. All right. I wanted to talk before we go to the night's topic. Um, my beautiful sister from another Mr. Rainy over in Arkansas decided well, she was going through the dark night of the soul. She had just finished it. She, Like I mentioned, she was going through her getting rid of her number 13, which, I mean, how perfect is that? If she did not know what I just read, and then I just read this, Rainy, oh, my God, right? It's so, everything is so cosmic and gelling with each other right now, you know? Anyway, um... Yeah, so Rainy was going to go out, ran out of cigarettes, was going to go buy another one at the store. The minute she gets outside, oh my God, a bird flew as fast as it could, maybe twice as fast as a normal bird would fly, and just, boom, smacked into the side of the fire department and killed itself. Like, what? The, the brick wall, not a window, not a super clean window. No, no, no. Literally a brick wall. Well, Rainy told me, you know, 
I kind of looked at that and I thought, I'm not going to get cigarettes today. I'm going to go back in my house. I'm going to take it as a universal sign, a sign from God or the universe because, oh my God. (laughs) And I'm like, well, let's see. Um, The bird was miscalculating and it, it was going twice as fast towards its death. Maybe that's what cigarettes would do for you. Especially if, you know, actually, especially if beer, if half a beer is getting me like as drunk or hungover as like maybe four beers did before, or maybe two to four beers, depending on the brand, maybe you could die twice as fast smoking cigarettes now. Possibly. I don't know. I mean, everyone's symbols are different and everyone has a different take on it and opinion of it because we're all individual people and different things mean different things to us. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you see a bear, you might be scared of your damn mind. And I see a bear and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. It's my spirits talking to me, you know, or I see a snake and I completely freak out and you see a snake and go, Well, yeah, that means my kundalini is going to rise soon. You know what I mean? Like everyone has a different take on everything. You know, I mean, someone sees, you know, spilt milk and they want to cry and someone else sees spilt milk and they go, oh my God, I'm going to get a pet cat. A third person will see it and go, oh, I'm pregnant. (laughs) Or I'm going to get a cow. Who knows? I mean, like every symbol completely means something different to every person. Remember when I said the other day, if you gave one writing essay topic to a hundred people, you will come out with a hundred different writing topics and no two will ever be the same because we're all completely unique individuals with unique circumstances and unique chemistry, body chemistry and unique genetic code and unique, uh, past life contact with aliens may, may you might have it you might not you might be a star seed you might be a mystical traveler and live on other planets and then move here i mean everyone is different we we are <laughs> we're all one but we're all different pretty interesting yeah anyway um i think that is pretty much all i had for the introduction or at least the first half of the show tonight now, the second half of the show is this going to be another weird one because it's just it's different than my other shows, but I'm literally going to look at the pictures. I recently uploaded to Twitter, so during the next, while, while you let this uh, commercial play out, please go to Twitter and look at, um, I'm at, you know, just at mermaidgirl888, or you can look at my name, Elena Fox Starks. That's spelled with two N's, A-L-A-N-N-A, and then Fox, just like it sounds, like the animal, F-O-X, no relation to the network, (laughs) and Starks, S-T-A-R-K-S. It's like a star, K-S, or Stark, like Iron Man with an S at the end. So Elena Fox Starks, you can look me up by name, or you can just look me up at Mermaid Girl, and then the numbers, 888, Mermaid Girl 888. So if you go to my feed, you're going to see my explanations. You're going to be able to follow along with what I'm talking about tonight. You're going to see these trippy 
trippy pictures that I took. I even have a video up and I mean, I didn't even know when I was taking the pictures, what I was taking a picture of. I had no clue. It took me three days to figure it out. I mean, wait a minute. What day is it? That was the third. Yeah, no. Yeah. It took me from the third, the fourth and fifth. So three days to figure it out. So go to Twitter right now while you let this, uh, please let it play out. Cause I get paid only if you guys play the stupid commercials out. It's not a stupid commercial. It's actually a pretty good commercial about anchor and it's where I record my podcast from. It's an amazing app and it's free. So, all right. You know, just listen along, you know, anyway, I will be right back after this with tonight's topic, which is Arcturian light ships. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. <sighs> Arcturian light ships. I don't know if they're Arcturian or Arcturian. I have no idea. That's what I'm going to call the show, but I'm going to just, full disclosure, who the hell knows honestly? I don't know. I feel that's what it is. My higher guidance kind of agreed when I suggested it, but I'm still not 100% sure that's what's going on. Mm. I will tell you one story first before we get into this because it's tied to it. Remember a couple weeks ago when I said, okay, I asked the universe, asked God, hey, when is my twin flame coming? I really want him in my life. I don't want a karmic relationship anymore. It's not that I don't love men. I do very much love men. I've loved having relationships and sexual activity is always a lovely bonus. Ah, pun intended. I enjoy the interaction and the cooking together and walking together and, you know, having fun activities together. I look forward with my twin to dance and sing and paint and read and go to movies or whatever we're going to do together. I, I can't wait to do it all, but I don't want to do it in a karmic relationship. I don't want to do it with a random man, like just some dude I just met. I keep having dreams of my twin. I know his face. I know his eyes. I even know his body. Like I know what it feels like to hug him because I've now had visions and also dreams in which I'm hugging him. And then I felt his breath on my cheek. I know him, but I haven't ever met him yet. So I'm waiting. And so I was asking God, when am I going to get this? (laughs) You know, gosh, darn it. All everybody and their uncle seems like they're having their twin and whatever. How come my twin is so stubborn? Usually it's you. You're the one that has to like grow yourself until your twin can come. So I'm still working on myself in case it's me, but I kind of think it's he, <laughs> which is human nature. I always think it's the other one, right? So we're perfect. And well, they go get their crap together if they're going to be with me. Right. It's probably a little bit of both. I mean, we are twins after all, <laughs> but and I mean, I'm telepathing with them. I feel him hugging me at night. Sometimes I'm hugging him at night. I hope he feels it. I know he's a he, you know, I would have been open to it if it, if he had been a she, but he's a he, but anyway, I asked God about it. And then once you know it, like four hours later, there was a double 
full double rainbow outside my window. It went all the way around. Like I had, I could see it from four, five different windows from my apartment, which is pretty much all the windows. Cause my apartment, um, the corner of my apartment literally faces direct East. So this rainbow was just, it was like, I guess if that was East, it'd be West. It would be like, um, a North South facing rainbow (laughs) starting in the North, ending in the South or starting South ending in the North. I don't know. Oh, maybe that's a clue. God, I didn't get that before. I live in the South. He lives in the North. There we go. I live in South America. He must live in North America. (laughs) Anyway, so rainbows have been, and then that whole week I had like, I saw like five rainbows in less than seven days. It was about seven days. I saw five rainbows and I only counted it if it was a full rainbow. You know, if it was like a half a rainbow, I'd say, well, it was a half a rainbow. But if it was just like a little blip in the sky where it's just a little tiny blip of a rainbow and it's only there for a few seconds or a minute and then it's gone. I didn't count it. Okay. So having said that, I'm going to start counting it. And this is why Michelle is a longtime listener, first time writer in (laughs) writer inner. She wrote me a really beautiful and lovely email. And I want to thank you, Michelle, very much for this. I very much appreciate it came at a perfect time and uh, Michelle is from Florida and she said I keep getting the weirdest thing and I usually can't see it it's so bright in the sky that I don't usually see it unless I'm wearing sunglasses but when I look into the sky it's like a mini rainbow just hovering in the sky and I finally got a picture of one and I'm sending it to you You guys, she sent me this thing that I have been seeing for years. I didn't know it was any, like, I didn't think about it. But then I analyzed, I analyzed her photograph, not just of the rainbow part, but the whole thing. And this is the first thing about the rainbow. (laughs) It's a heavy emphasis on the middle part, like the orange and the yellow part, but there's a definite gold a very definite golden energy to this rainbow. That's the first thing. The second thing is it's just hovering in the middle of the freaking sky, straight up and down, not side to side, not curved over, not touching down on the planet, hovering straight up and down in the sky. That's the second thing. Now, the third thing I noticed is that there seems to be imperceptible, barely perceptible edges and the edges go beyond the part where the rainbow is. I think this is a cloaked light ship of some sort. It is some kind of an ET, an off-world or space brother space sister I think it's a ship and I think they're visiting her she says that she knows for a fact she's a star seed she has had memories her whole life she's had dreams she lived on another planet and was told she had to be 
star seeded to this planet to help us ascend. So thank you, Michelle, for being here to help us. She said she wasn't sure what to do. She knew she had to help, but she doesn't know how. Michelle, I'm going to tell you right now, I think you're probably a light holder. I can't say for sure, but you're probably helping to anchor in that rainbow energy. You're probably here to anchor in the higher vibrational light energy. Your being here is enough. Just being here is helping us. You probably don't have another task to do. And if you do have another task to do, it's going to come to you in time. You're going to intuitively know it. So don't even worry about it. You know, it's like just wait and see. And until you get further instructions, you don't have to do anything. You know, it's like your first day on a job. You know what I mean? So don't even don't worry about it and don't panic and don't feel bad because just by your presence, you're holding a higher vibrational light. You came from another world. You're holding the energy of that higher vibe, that higher dimensional world with you right now. You're anchoring it in Florida. And if your higher guidance tells you to move or go on vacation, then you're going to hold that energy somewhere else. So don't panic. I think also there's a possibility that in your photo, this is a portal and it's a rainbow energy portal that will anchor down into one of the grids that are already on the planet. And when people were saying gate or gatekeepers, and I've been scratching my head over this one for a while, possibly it's possible that a portal worker who I consider to be a grid worker, um, as far as the 21 types of light workers, I think that that just means a portal might just be what the people are saying. They say we're opening a grid. I mean, they're, I mean, opening a gate or a gatekeeper. I don't think it's an, a little gate. I think it's more of a portal. Like you're opening up like a column of light so the light can pour into the planet and to pour into the people and the animals and the water and the trees and all that. You know, by water, I mean like the ocean, you know. So that's just my gut instinct. If you resonate with that, take it with you. And if you don't, then there's another explanation. We'll look for it. In your picture, Michelle, also what I saw, and you guys, I have not put up Michelle's picture. I'm going to wait and see when she um, gives me the okay and the go ahead. It will be on my Twitter feed within 24 hours of her saying, yes, do it. So I'm waiting for her. No pressure. You could always say no. I mean, my description of it, you guys have to just use your imaginations for now. So um, I saw... No less than seven light ships, little teeny tiny Palladian style light ships. But maybe they weren't Palladian. I don't know. They were like little dots of light. On my Twitter right now, I have a video that I took on, well, three days ago. To Yeah, about, yeah, it was about three days ago. And it's, I mean... In the middle of the video, it's, it looks like there's five or six or seven suns, right? And then I, as I'm scanning over the sky, there's a bunch of little tiny white light ships. And they're like little, not quite like orbs, but they're like little points of light. And I think they're spaceships. Or they might have been lights on a ginormous spaceship. And I'm going to go over that in a minute. But Michelle, in your picture... I see a minimum of seven light ships. I don't know if they're played in or not. I don't know. 
Who knows? You know, even people say, oh, they're definitely pleading. I don't know. Do you really know? We don't know. For real, not until Pleiadian comes, shakes our hands, and that's my ship over there. You want to see it? It's light. <laughs> you know? We don't honestly truly know. I mean, people who think they know are telepathing, but we're only as good as how great our channel is, and there's always fallibility, so we don't totally... 100%. You know, maybe 99% would go, yeah, that's definitely a Pleiadian. But it is of the light. I feel positive energy and vibe from your picture. I did see two dragons in your picture. I did see the faces of three extraterrestrial space brothers in your picture. And they were from three different extraterrestrial races. Off-world races. Races from spaces. (laughs) I saw three faces of three races from spaces. (sighs) I saw one of them to the left of the rainbow looked like, literally like the face of E.T., in the movie E.T., I mean, it, like identical, almost. I saw another one that looks more like a gray alien. And the one above it, there's two light ships that make out the eyes of the being that I saw. And I can't even explain where that one comes from. He looks like he has two antenna, though, or very skinny ears. It's it's a trip. I, I really want to show this to you guys, but... You know, for privacy sake and permission sake, I'm going to wait. But when it's up, I'm going to let you guys know if, if uh, Michelle says yes. So, there, so I saw three, and, and it was to the right, there was a gray, a gray face. But it was all in the clouds. It was like the clouds are making the face forms. So it was very, very strange. Now, below the rainbow, off to the right and the left, I saw dragons that were just typical weather dragons that are always in the clouds and they make the clouds look like themselves as if they're rushing or flying rapidly and if you see a dragon if you're lucky enough to see a dragon in the clouds it's really magical and special because a couple seconds later they're completely gone by the time you turn reach into your backpack or purse for your camera and you turn back it's already nothing (laughs) and they're always like that they're super fast and so hard to catch on film now the other thing was uh yeah that was it actually so another thing that uh, michelle had reported is she's been seeing a lot of purple lights around her house i thought that was very interesting because it's not happening to me i think that means michelle that you're special and you're being contacted and if you try to interact with those purple lights possibly they will give you further instructions or maybe they're just fortifying you because they know that you're feeling lonely. It could be your twin flame sending you love and healing energy because you mentioned your twin flame may possibly be a space brother. And I know it's absolutely a fact. In fact, there's something I haven't told you guys that I wanted to say because this is another weird thing. Now, I had a dream years ago, and it turned out that both my kids have the same dream that... In the future, (laughs) we're going to live somewhere else and I'm going to have a blue boyfriend. A blue boyfriend. His face is going to be like, um, not quite reptilian or amphibian, but kind of like that. Like scales, but very soft scales. Um, 
I don't know. I want to say like a baby crocodile purse. That's like super un-PC of me, but it's the only way I can describe it. And his, his skin is very iridescent, blue and green. And I had a dream of that, and he has no hair. He doesn't have any hair on his whole body. Just He's just these blue scales. And he's huge. He's a tall person, and he's got big hands. And then he's one. He's not my twin flame, but he is my near twin, and he's gonna come and keep me company until my real twin gets his my mosey moseys on down to South America and gets his butt into my life. So this is my blue boyfriend will come and be with me, and it's going to be super cool and acceptable. And no one's gonna and, and, and it's weird because they literally are another race, but there's not gonna be the racist idea anymore like all humans just will suddenly accept each other because the the ETs are going to be here and they're going to look so crazy different from us that people are going to be in so much shock that they won't even have it in their mind or heart to be literally racist against another race of humanoids so anyway in my in my dream we were only together for a little while but we really really loved each other and he was very loving and respectful and had a very deep booming voice and I called him Taronha and I called him that and and he was and I had many dreams about him and I have felt him with me when I was with my husband I felt him with me once I felt him hug me from behind and it was really wonderful and creepy all at once because what the hell I don't see anything but I feel someone hugging me it was very weird but um he was blue and green I don't know it was just weird but I felt like I loved him and I missed him and I cried after he was done hugging me and he left I cried because I missed him so much and then I when I started having dreams about him my kids had dreams and my my oldest said you know mom I had a really weird dream that aliens came here and you had one for a boyfriend and he was really cool and we really liked him like, oh my God, what did we call him? And she's like, Taronha. I'm like, yes. Okay, I had the same dream. I think my youngest had the same dream about him. I'm not sure, but I know my oldest did. Well, <laughs> when I was living in Mexico, I found this amazing drink <laughs> that is like a soda, but it's grapefruit, literally grapefruit juice mixed with carbonated water. The most refreshing, amazing drink on the whole damn planet, and it's called Taronha because that's how you say grapefruit in Spanish. <laughs> so I don't know. I didn't know that when he told me his name, and maybe I'm misinterpreting it. That's very possible. But I don't know. I don't know if it's real, but it's kind of freaky that my oldest and I had the same dream, and then I've had several dreams of him. I felt him once since I've lived in this apartment. He came to see if I'm okay and said, he, don't worry, he's on his way and he's going to come and visit me. And we will see each other physically with my actual eyes someday. So don't worry. That's what he told me. Freaky stuff. I don't know. I, I, I literally like have no explanation for it. So I just know what I experienced and that's all I can talk about for real. Okay. Now in the first picture I'm going to describe to you, I am looking directly east this is six o'clock in the or six thirty-six in the morning normally the sun is pretty low on the horizon and and where the sun is in the sky usually it's there around nine thirty. 
in the morning, so I don't understand why it's so high in the sky. In the video, I am kind of astonished by that. Um, you're going to notice right away that there's like a square, a white square in the middle of the, of the picture. And it's like clouds. It's just gray clouds. And there's the clouds are making a stripy pattern towards the lower half of the screen. And right in the middle, there's like a square and it looks like it's covering up something. Then you're going to see something. Then the next thing you'll notice is there's something that kind of goes up and it kind of. I'm so sorry for people who are super sensitive to stuff like this, but it looks like a giant freaking penis. I'm sorry. It just does. But you can't see it, but you can see it. But then you can almost see it from two angles. It's really crazy. So that's a, that's the second thing you notice. And then, and then you start to notice that there's two lines in the sky to the right half, uh, the right upper half. There's two lines in the clouds and it's like, wait a minute. And then when you pull back and you look at the whole thing, you're going to notice that there's those, the outer line of the two, they're parallel. The outer line goes around in a circle and it's like almost takes up the whole picture. And it's like an egg shaped UFO. And I only had like a teeny tiny end of it. And it's a cloaked UFO. It looks just like the clouds behind it. But another thing you'll notice is the clouds have a slightly different color, but it's so almost completely imperceptible. Their cloaking ability is phenomenal. So intense. The next thing you'll notice is that after you notice the shape of the UFO, you're going to see a big skull face. It looks like a skull or an alien face. And then the next thing you'll notice is that the lower half of the skull face looks like a snake, a big snake head coming directly towards me. It also looks like the head of a dragon and coming out of the mouth. The lips look like they're bright glowing lips and there's fangs coming out like a snake and or a dragon. So that is the first picture and it is freaky. Now, if you are able to blow it up, you're going to see that there's several sets of eyes in my video. I'm like, Oh my God, that looks like eyes. Then the eyes form what look like in the video. It looks like a Lyran, like a cat, the cat head people, they're hominids, hominids, humanoids. That's the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're humanoid. They're shaped like us, except their heads are like cats. It makes me want to pet them, which is probably super inappropriate because they're like humanoids. Anyway, the next picture, I think it might be the next picture, is when now we're looking a lot more towards the west. It's way over to the right-hand side. The first thing you're going to notice is the clouds look really strange. And you're going to see more of the striping effect. And then you're going to see, like, it looks like there's some rays coming down, maybe. And to, and you might notice that there are some light ships hidden in the clouds. Pretty bright little points of light, circular. And to the left-hand side, it literally looks like a spaceship, but it's a cloud. So they're using clouds as a cloaking device. And it's very small. 
Then you're going to notice to the upper right-hand side, if you tilt your um, head to the right, it looks like a Andromedan. And I mean, I mean, um, an Arcturian. Or maybe a gray alien. Big, big eyes, big bulbous head, small jaw, small nose. And then just to the right of that, there's like a almost imperceptible line. And it comes down. And on the other, on the right half, then you start noticing that on the right half, the clouds are bright white. But to the left half, they're kind of pinkish, darker, grayish. There's, but it's almost imperceptible to pink. You have to really, I mean, it took me three days staring at these photos before I realized it. Now, to the right of the alien head, there's another alien head, but it's the clouds form, it formed into an alien head looking to the left, almost like a skull or a skeleton head. And then if you turn your head um, a lot to the right, you have to turn your head to the right for all this. I think I said left earlier. I meant right. You're going to see that the clouds form the word or the letters E-T in capital letters. It's so freaky. It's like the sylphs in the air wanting me to know they're definitely ETs. Now, on the left-hand side of the E, which is below the second skull face, to directly to the left-hand side is the very edge of the spacecraft. You can barely see it. You have to really study the photos. If you add me, Elena Fox Starks, on Facebook, my um, face literally is a black square because I'm protesting the fact that Trump is our acting president. <laughs> but if you add me because you want these pictures sent to you on Messenger, Go ahead and add me and I'll send them to you. This is really freaky because the more you look at it, the more you're going to realize that this is a gigantic spacecraft and it's a giant rectangular form. But you got to move it around and turn your head and blow it up and, and then look farther out away from it. And the more you realize that the clouds that have a slight hint of just a pale blush of pink, that is the matrix that's being formed from the cloaking technology. It's slightly teeny tiny bit of like a blush champagne pink. It's not pink pink, but it's a hint of pink. I don't know how to, it's just, I, I sound like a gay wedding advisor at this moment. I don't know. All right, <laughs> it's just the slightest bit of champagne pink. Okay, I don't know, I sound insane right now. But if you look at the picture long enough, at first you could be like, okay, those are weird clouds, I don't like them. Or I find them odd and weird and intriguing, but a little disturbing. That's what most people say when they see them. At the very dead center of the picture, towards the bottom, there's like an, a really, it's almost like a dove shape or an X shape the clouds are making. And that is right at the edge of the ship. And to the right of that dove is the letter E. That The dove literally makes the letter E when you turn the screen. So there's that. 
Now the next one, let's see here. The next one was really strange. Like I looked and looked and looked at this. Like there's something really freaking weird in this one. It's the one that's in the middle between the east and the west shot. Now I'm looking at this and I'm seeing there's shapes of dragons and stuff. So it's kind of entertaining, but there's a lot of sun. Like there's so many suns. So they can't obviously all be the sun. To the right of it, there is a, in the clouds, there's like one layer of clouds, then the second layer of clouds, in the second layer of clouds to the right. It's what looks like a little round spacecraft, like Kazoo's spacecraft on the Flintstones. It's white, very, very pale, whiter than the rest of the clouds and it really stands out once you see it you can't unsee it but at the same time to the right of that you're going to see an almost imperceptible line that goes all the way down now remember i'm not looking through a window so it's not like a dirty window i'm looking through this line it's going um at an angle a 45 degree angle to the horizon it's going up to the right hand side and then in the center is the pink clouds this is the one where the pink clouds are more obvious okay it is a giant giant rectangular craft when you first see it you're going to think I'm nuts it's just you know what can it be? It's just clouds, whatever. But look above. Okay, there's like a horizon with some hills. Mount, they're actually mountains. And then there's a tree. And in, in, in the bottom of it, and when you look at the tree, the upper right-hand portion of the tree, that's where the parrots live. I talk about the green parrots. They live in that tree. In the clumpy part where it's hard to see. In the part where um, it looks like it got struck by lightning, the upper part to the right, the farthest branch to the right is just below the corner of the rectangular craft. So look directly above that and start to see. You have to, if you have to move your phone in and out or your computer or you need to move your head back and forth, turn it to the right, it's going to look more like a rectangle. Now to the upper left of that, there are two what look like alien spaceships and or a dragon with wings. I don't know how. And then there's like another dragon head that's enormous. And then below that's a third dragon. So it's like, looks like three or four dragons in this. And the dragon that has its eyes glaring at you, it's the eye that is to the right is huge. The one to the left looks like it's winking. So it'd be his right eye that's winking and his, his left eye is open and looks like there's gas leaking out of that. I don't know. It sounds weird, but, or like fire. I don't know, but it looks like he has a horn on his head almost. I don't know. It's really, really freaky. And that is right next to the spacecraft. The way that those clouds are, are very weird. And you'll also notice that there are, um, square shaped, 
I don't even know how to explain it. It's like the sky itself is bluish, grayish, like a steel blue gray. And then down to the left-hand side, there's like square shapes out of bright white clouds. And there's two of them. One of them is like a half a square, like, you know, like the two sides. And the other one is three sides. And the fourth side is kind of hard to see. And those are also to the left of the actual spacecraft itself. And then the two dragon forms, if you pull it back even further, it looks like a giant, I can only say like a chimpanzee face. I don't know. It's, it's so weird. You can interpret it your own way. You're going to see your own symbols, but this is the best cloaking technology I could imagine because it is almost completely imperceptible. When I first saw it, I was freaking out. You can ask my friend Cheryl up in Nova Scotia, my friend Janet, who was the executive producer of Experiencers. I sent this to, to them this morning. I couldn't even sleep. I was so freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh. Because, I mean, if we had this cloaking technology, this is incredible stuff. The technology is freaking me out. But if you take the picture and if you have it on your phone and you move the picture back and forth, you're going to see it better. If you move it to the right and the left, you're going to see it better. Tilt it to the right, tilt it to the left, keep tilting it until you go, oh my God, there's a square, a big, massive rectangle or square shape. Because when you see this thing, I'm telling you, if you don't see it at first, you can be like, you can think I'm nuts. But once you see it, you're going to go, oh my God, I, I can't unsee that. And I am sure I am missing more in this than what I'm telling you guys. Because, I mean, just even low on the horizon, looks like there's something. In the upper atmosphere, there's something. There's a lot of actual dots that are so bright that there's no way in in the video I took like I said I'm like freaking out I'm like you guys you guys there's like sun and the first one that's looking over to the left there's like I don't know how I can't even describe it it's the first one looking over the left and then there's another one that's kind of looking over to the left where the tree's in a different place the one's kind of in the middle and it's the same ship as in the first one looking over to the left. And the one over looking to the right is a different ship. But there's like three separate ships. I don't know. One is round and two are rectangular. Anyway, I'm probably going to send these to Tyler and see what he thinks of it, what he makes of it. Because, in fact, I'm going to send him this actual... Uh, link to this show on on Secure Team because I would love to get his take on this. Secure Team 10. I don't know. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you were able to go to Twitter and see the pictures. If this didn't make a whole lot of sense for you because you weren't able to go to Twitter for whatever reason and you want to add me on on Facebook Messenger, I will shoot these over to you immediately um, as soon as I if I'm, if I'm awake and, you know, as soon as I can, I'll send them to you. 
Also, I will probably try to get them up on SoulSpeak Radio by the end of the week if I can. I do have a big advertisement coming out um, this week, and I have to get that together. And also, I'm still in negotiations for writing a screenplay with a director, so I'm a little busy, and plus my son has been invited to the university to go meet the chancellor, the president of the school, and all of his potential teachers. So, and that's on Tuesday. And then Tuesday night, there's actually a humanitarian award ceremony. The governor of Asway is giving it to a gringo. It's literally called the Gringo Humanitarian Award. And so it's like the Gringo Humanitarian of the Year. <laughs> It sounds so strange, right? But anyone who comes from another a foreign country and they do something good, they can get nominated for this award. I didn't even know the award existed, but I've been invited by um, Glenn Gano. He's going to be playing. He's going to be doing music before the ceremony starts, and then afterwards he's going to be playing a few songs while people mingle and shuffle out of the large cathedral. So if you do live here in Cuenca, that's going to be, I think he said around 7 starts, and then he'll be playing around 8.30 at the end of the awards ceremony. It's going to be a 90-minute thing. But um, Glenn Gano, um, if you don't recognize the boy, that the name, he was one of the original members and founders of... The Violent Femmes, one of my most favorite punk rock bands. And they are actually, I think they're on tour right now. Uh, Gordon is his brother, and Gordon is out on tour with the band. And they have some amazing um, music videos that are hilarious. If you like punk rock music, especially punk rock music that's hilarious. But I know that you know the music because their music has been used over and over and over again in movies and TV shows. Even if you've never heard of the Violent Femmes, you have definitely heard their songs. So, um, anyway, check them out on YouTube. They're amazing. If you're in the States, check out the dates they'll be in your city or near you. It's worth it. If you get to meet the band, say hey to Gordon from Glenn's friend, Elena. I've sent him a couple of Twitters and stuff, but he hasn't acknowledged me. He's been so busy, but, um, tell him to go to Ecuador <laughs> and he'll be shocked because he'd be like, Oh, my brother's there, <laughs> but they started the band together and Gordon stuck with it. And it's, they've been around like 30 years or something. One of my literally all time favorite bands along with, of course, the sex pistols and dead Kennedys and the dead milkmen and Anyway, butthole surfers. <laughs> You're practically swearing when you say the name of the band. It's perfect. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope you guys liked this crazy. I know this is a really different show. I always try to do unique and amazing shows that are completely different than what everyone else is putting out there and are completely different from anything I've ever done. I, I try to keep it fresh and unique. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, this is probably the most unique episode you'll hear out of all the episodes I've done. But I am a Hayoka Lightning Shaman. I try to keep it real. 
But at the same time, we're going through this massive ascension to the fifth dimension. We're already in the fifth dimension. We're just trying to anchor ourselves here and keep going up, up, up so that our space brothers and sisters can meet us because you, they can't even be seen by our eyes or perceived by us until we raise our own vibration. So we're in the middle of learning how to do that for some of us and the rest of us already know about how to do it. We're just trying to do it more. <laughs> raise your vibration by shaking your tail feathers and dancing and singing and laughing and having a good old time eating a piece of chocolate cake that is like a slice of heaven that would raise your vibration unless you beat yourself up so don't beat yourself up for eating cake <laughs> um i don't know eating chocolate drinking coffee smelling roses petting cats kissing dogs on the lips Ew, my lips touch dog lips. <laughs> Famous line from Charlie Brown, Lucy. She always said that. <laughs> Snoopy would always kiss her on the lips and she'd be like, ew. <laughs> she's spoken like a, like a true Virgo. I swear to God, she's a Virgo. But to be honest, um, anything that makes you happy is what raises your vibration. You know, whether it's sleeping, whether it's masturbation, making love to you, someone you love or... Um, I don't know. I like buying balloons. <laughs> like if I see balloons, I'll go buy balloons and like I'll buy them at the store and blow them up. And I have a bunch of colored balloons around my house or I do art. I dance. I sing off key. It's horrible. Just ask the neighbors. But, <laughs> but I love to sing and dance and play around and have fun and joke and that's how I raise my vibration. So it's super easy to do. It's just, you gotta know what to do in order to do it. It's not about sitting in a cave and praying or meditating or doing yoga all the time. You could do raise your vibration in a number of ways. And that's, what's going to get us closer to our space brothers. That is, I am absolutely certain that is the way that I was able to perceive these ninth dimensional beings that were in the sky I mean, it took me days. I'm like, there's a hidden message. There's a hidden something. I mean, sometimes I look up in the, in the clouds and it's like, there's a wolf. Oh my God, there's a wolf in the sky. Boom, let's take a picture of that. One time I looked up in the sky and, and there was like, you know, like a word. One time in the jungle, in, in the Amazon, on the Amazon River, I'm going down the Amazon River in a boat. I look up and there's not a cloud in the sky except two and, and it was an H and I said hi in English, in the middle of the Peruvian Amazon. I'm like, what? God said hi to me. Oh, man. I started to tell my kid. I turned my head, and it was gone. Just disappeared. I mean, the, the, and the beings of the air, the sylphs, they, they tell us messages. They tell us messages all the time. And more and more, now that we're in the fifth dimension, you're going to notice things that you never thought possible <laughs> life is getting weirder and weirder but more amazing and more incredible you know once we're fully anchored in the fifth dimension that most of our physical ailments we used to have will be gone including mental and emotional ailments will be gone psychological stuff will be gone um, we're still working on it. We're still trying to drop it and that's okay. You have to own it and accept it. And that's how it goes away. 
They're just like little children. They might be naughty little children <laughs> with dirt on their hands, but they just want you to pick them up and hold them in your lap and love them and own them like they're yours and accept them. And then they will go away. That's what little kids do, right? They, they hop in your lap and you hug them and then they go off and play. That's what's going to happen with all your psychological issues, mental problems, um, bad memories, anything, uh, false things that you held about yourself. Just accept it. Acknowledge it and accept it and then it will go away. That's just the way it is. You know, like I've had cats like that. They like won't stop touching my leg until I pick them up. And then after I hug them, they give me a dirty look like that hug is too long. Bye. And they leave. It's the same thing with all of the stuff you need to embrace about yourself. None of us are perfect. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been here already. You know, like we we came here to get messy and get down in the mire. And now we're just wiping the dirt off so we could go up, you know, to the fifth dimension, which I'm hoping is clean. I'm hoping we get to a point where we don't have to bathe anymore and dirt doesn't exist. But I don't know if that's going to happen or not. <laughs> it might be a pipe dream. <laughs> But um, I want you guys to keep looking at the skies. Send me uh, more and more cloud messages. I mean, I might just put a full-on page or do like a little blog on soulspeakradio.com about clouds and stuff in the sky because, in fact, I might make a movie about it because I have 512 pictures of clouds, something like that. Maybe it's 300, 400 pictures of clouds. Maybe 100 is of my family and those stupid pigeons out the window. I'm just kidding. I'll definitely put pictures of Fred and Ethel Mertz. When I get pictures of the baby, I'll put I'll put him out there too. But um, I don't know. It's, it's crazy, guys. It's crazy. The world's getting weirder. So stay safe. Don't focus on the negative stuff going on around the world. Sign the petitions. But then take a deep breath. Let it go. Ask God to provide those people with what they need. There's people that are still suffering in the world. Give them love. Give them light. But you don't have to focus on their suffering. People that suffer came here for a reason to suffer for a reason. It's just we're giving God that extra experience of suffering. I've given him my share of suffering. That's for damn sure. But but um, it's, it's all going to come to an end soon. It's all going to come to a close soon. Everything is going to work. Basic income is coming. I know it. I feel it. Even the time travelers say it. One time traveler said that we're all going to get $4,000 a month across the whole world. Everyone's going to have $4,000 a month as their basic income. And you can work and make more money if you want, or you don't have to work if you don't want. Everyone is taken care of. Everyone has shelter, clothing, food, and medicine. Everyone is fine. Everyone's taken care of. It's beautiful, right? It's like, damn, I don't even make that much now. $4,000, man, that's a lot. I thought I was thinking that basic income would be two thousand, but in the future, apparently, it's four. Hopefully, this guy is real. <laughs> Hopefully, this time traveler is really a time traveler, not just some hoaxer from you know <laughs> from Timbuktu. <laughs> but all the time travelers have been kind of agreeing, saying that we've had time travel since 1981. It's under it's been under lock and key and wraps. The government have kept it under wraps for uh, this whole time. And then in 2028, which is nine years, 
It's going to be available to the public and it's going to be very expensive. But by 2030, we will all be able to go time traveling anywhere we want. You know, I'm going to go back and see Jesus (laughs) and Leonardo da Vinci. Eh, probably Coco Chanel, Marilyn Monroe. Oh my God. My $4,000 a month is going to go towards time travel. I just know it. I'm going to be like, this is a beans and rice month because I'm traveling through time. (laughs) Pancakes and beans and rice. That's all I'm going to eat. And the rest of my money is going to be like, okay, $1,000 towards expenses, $3,000 towards time travel. Let's go. I'm going to have to buy my own machine or something. I wonder if we're going to ever be able to own our own machines. Or maybe we just have to go to the time travel station. Crazy stuff, right? I might even have another... I might have another episode on time travel. You time travel with your consciousness. I taught you how to do that a couple months ago. So go back in my archives. All the information is free. (laughs) Anyway, I love you all. I hope everything is good with you, wherever in the world that you reside, in your little corner of the world. I hope everything is lovely and beautiful. Keep looking up. Keep looking to the skies. Our space brothers and sisters are here to love and help us. We're in the fifth dimension now. There is no more negativity being thrown at us now. It's about sorting out our own stuff and letting go of our own demons. There's no outer demons messing with us anymore. You will be surrounded by fairies and dragons and angels and beautiful, lovely things. You know, fluffy bunnies and unicorns can't be far behind. Hopefully, because that would be cool, right? Anyway, I love each and every one of you. Feel free to send um, comments, messages, Uh, ideas for upcoming shows if you want to be a guest let me know I did get a letter from somebody else who wants to be a guest I'm going to get back to you soon and I'll announce it when we're getting more close to that Um, I just I literally I've had a barrage I've had a lot of fan mail lately I've had a barrage of people saying I want to be a guest or I'm a publisher and I've got these authors that want to be guests on your show and I'm just I'm like, what? I'm starting to get, not really overwhelmed, but like, I'm like, whoa. It's starting to really take off and grow. And I wanted to thank each and every one of you for being a part of it because you are co-creators with me with this show. You know, when the more we interact, the more we could co-create what we want. And I'm so excited about it. I'm, I'm like, like, so, like there's nights I can't even sleep. That's all I'm thinking about is the show. I'm so excited about the show. And, you know, I'm checking every couple hours how many people listen to the show. All right, guys. I'm so happy to have you here listening. So anyway, so shoot me an email. Or uh, if you want to send me a donation via PayPal, you can do that um, at metaphysicalsoulspeak at gmail.com. If you want to become a regular supporter, you could do that there. Or at anchor.fm slash metaphysical that is my main show page even though i am i am now on i think almost all the platforms you'll find me on speaker itunes uh podcaster um podcast attic i'm even on Castbox. <laughs> i started listening to podcasts on Castbox, and they didn't even have my show up until like a month ago so I was like, come on, guys, get my show. Finally, finally, they have it. But I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
all the podcast shows that you can imagine. But my home base is anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical. So with all that being said, I'm going to go. I'm going to probably go make pancakes and have a hot cocoa. And I don't know what I'm going to watch. I finished Rain. It's no spoiler alert or surprise that Mary, Queen of Scots, gets her head chopped off by Queen Elizabeth because we all knew throughout history and it happened over 500 years ago. I got to tell you, that did disappoint me. I'm so sad because now not only do I have show hole, I'm mourning for the loss of Mary Stuart, Queen of Scots. How insane, right? That's how good that show is. It gave me a feeling and sense of history and impacted me in a way in which I know that I love her. So I'm going to go give her a big hug in heaven when I get there someday, 150 years from now. (laughs) Anyway, I love you all. I wish you well. And I'm signing off now with peace and love and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension. Until next time, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.